The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Uh, here's a question I received on eating. You ever have eating problems? You feel like you eat too much or too little or you're, you're so focused on dieting that it takes the pleasure out of life? Here's a question on that topic. Dear Dr. Kenner, what are some of the psychological causes of overeating and how can I stop? Thanks, Megan. Okay, what are the psychological causes of overeating? Well, most of us could probably rattle them off. You know, food tastes good, so it feels like it's self-nurturing. And you might find yourself saying, you know, food is my one pleasure, and I deserve that pleasure in my life. Can you hear the edge of my voice? It's like, keep away from me. I am going to eat this chocolate cake. I am going to drink another glass of high-caloric alcohol, and just stay away from me. So partly it may be you may experience eating as a gift to yourself. Another could be a reward. It's not so much self-nurturing. Well, it is in a way, but you're adding another layer. You know, I had a busy day today, and I just want to reward myself with a big bowl of spaghetti and meatballs. Maybe two pounds of spaghetti, honey. Another is escape. When I eat, I just forget my problems with my family. It's my escape. Don't take it away from me. Don't you dare touch my eating. Now, you may not say that to another person, but you may be saying that in your own mind. If you really feel like you've got a weight problem and you want to get it under control, if you've got these wonderful values, escape and reward and self-nurturing, man, that's going to be a tough challenge. Here's another reason that uh, a psychological cause of overeating it reduces anxiety. And you might hear yourself saying, you know, I don't know why a bag of cookies helps me relax, but it does. You could use it as distraction. You know, I'm a procrastinator, and when I don't want to get something done, I go into the kitchen and find something to eat. And I have three more reasons. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. (laughs) I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. And I have three more reasons. A social reason. You know, I enjoy being with my buddies, and we go always go out to dine. It's either at good rec- restaurants or we eat at fast food joints. And, you know, I like those uh, big sizes, those big portions, and I just, we're there a long time, and I eat. And another is denial. You might be saying to yourself, I don't eat that much. It's just my genetics. Or you might have the clean the plate club. I have can't let food go to waste. So there are different triggers, different thoughts you're having that cause you to eat. You make a decision and then you decide to eat. How can you turn that around? Well, you need to list all the advantages of losing weight because there are wonderful advantages for eating. So on little cards, you could read the Beck Diet Solution and uh, Judy Beck recommends writing little advantage cards on index cards, writing your advantages and carrying them with you. You need a good eating plan. You need to give yourself credit every time you make a healthy choice for yourself. You need to arrange your environment, including food pushers in your life, people who, ah, just eat a little bit more. I made this for you. You got to eat the whole pie. You need to deal with food pushers and be able to say no to them. You want to exercise 
Uh, you want to resist unplanned eating. You want to prepare for eating when you're going out and stay in control when you're out. If you're traveling, make a travel plan for eating. And most importantly, you want to take pride in the fact that you are working towards your own happiness, a goal that you've always wanted to get fit, to love the body that you're living in. It's your house for life. Why not take care of it? And uh, those are some skills. So um, those skills can be found in the Beck Diet Solution by Dr. Judy Beck. You can go to my website, drkenner.com. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Come back here. We're not finished. You don't care anymore. Is that it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I feel. Then tell me you don't love me. Say it! Let out. Is what you need to hear? I don't. I don't. Now let me go. No, a person doesn't just wake up one day and stop loving somebody. And that is so true. You don't just one day wake up and stop loving your partner or your kids or your parents. It builds up over time. There are reasons in your mind for why you have ceased to value that person. They've betrayed you, they've hurt you, or they have bad character traits, or you've grown apart. There are reasons. And how do you avoid that? That was from Buffy. How do you avoid that situation in your own life so that you're not hit with these baffling and terrorizing surprises in your personal life that I don't love you anymore or that... Um, you know, we haven't been getting along. How do you avoid that? Well, you need to know how to communicate. And not just when there's tension, not just when there's conflict, but communicate daily. Figure out how to weave your lives together with your, I'm talking about a romantic partner in this case, but to let each other know when there are small resentments or hurts or doubts or question marks, let each other know when they're small so that you don't build up more and more and more resentments. And then at a certain point, you explode. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Drs. Kenner and Locke. When you are in a sexual mood, how can you invite your partner to join you? Find out what your partner likes. For example, their favorite time of day. What arouses your partner? A bubble bath and wine, dancing in the living room, cuddling and kissing, a sensuous massage, watching romantic videos. It helps create the mood if you make your partner feel sexually visible. Tell your loved one what you like about him or her sexually, including physical attributes you adore and the physical movements you enjoy. Let your loved one know what other things you enjoy being kissed on the neck or wearing certain perfume or cologne how to eliminate turnoffs like tickling or kissing during periods of important concentration and what special ways your partner can dress and undress that excites you you can download chapter one for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com